0: Mater presents In the Red Zone with Rob Witham. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Massey Wood and West and by the Sports Page Grill in downtown Ashland.
1: Good evening, everyone. Rob with them live here on 1029 The Mater and tonight live in our Mater studios on Ashcake Road rather than at Sports Page Grill Ashland. A uh, decision between Sports Page ourselves here at the station that uh, social distancing is being called for by uh, everyone in the government and uh, uh, medical personnel, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, we're going to do our part as well. We hate not being at Sports Page. We hate not being in that atmosphere and with our friends over there. And we hope that we can uh, one day, very soon, have uh, that return. But right now, of course, it's all hands on deck to uh, get us through something that, quite frankly, none of us have ever experienced before. You've got to go back. Uh, to the Spanish flu outbreak of 1918, uh, near the end of World War II, and was doing a lot of studying about that uh, over the last, let's say, four or five days, watching some documentaries about it, that sort of thing, to just kind of get a handle Uh, not necessarily what might happen I believe because we have so many advances both in medicine and technology 102 years later but to also grasp the reality of what an unknown can do and for those of you who have done any studying on that the last several days you know it was a devastating event and so being 102 years ago almost everyone who was alive at that time, no longer with us. So this is a new experience for all of us to try to navigate through. We're gonna take the next hour and certainly we're going to talk uh, directly to student athletes and coaches about what has happened. Uh, Last Wednesday, will go down as a day that I don't think any of us Uh, will ever forget it began with a sense that there could be some changes maybe some postponements maybe Um, I was at Randolph-Macon College Wednesday night broadcast the women's lacrosse a victory that which was a very good game having no clue that that was going to be the last sporting event that I either a broadcast or b uh, covered or saw at all uh, for the foreseeable future, between the time that we finished up there at Day Field on Wednesday evening, the short trip here to the radio station, and within 30 minutes, the Rudy Gobert news broke. Uh, when, when the tweets began to come in that the NBA was suspending their season, I think that was the biggest jolt that happened in the sports world last week that sent all the dominoes falling at that point the national hockey league did the same the next day major league baseball was caught i think frankly with their pants down a bit uh, because it took them a while to understand hey we've got all of our teams we've got Thousands of people coming out to watch us. We've got the minor league teams getting ready. We need to do something here, even though they were not in season. And as you know, they announced that they were going to postpone the regular season by two weeks. And now earlier this afternoon, if you did not hear, uh, because of the new CDC guidelines, the Centers for Disease Control has said that uh, there should not be, they are not mandating it yet, And we'll talk about that in just a second they're not mandating yet that there will not be crowds allowed of or gatherings allowed of 50 plus people they strongly discourage them from happening the president in his press conference late this afternoon if you did not hear took it even a step further and suggested that people should not be in groups of 10 or more in social situations now obviously hospitals are, and doctor's offices are, are exempt from that for obvious reasons. Uh, obviously, if you have a large family, uh, you know, it's it's mom and dad and, and and 10 kids, you obviously are going to be together, but you're going to be away from the rest of the world uh, when you're practicing social distancing and just staying uh, staying at home. So we're all going through this uh, uncharted water uh, together, and, and that's the best way to do it. And, and what we've had decided to do here at 1029 The Mater is continue to entertain you uh, and, and enjoy the, the great major music that we play so it gives you a sense of normalcy in your life, uh, a sense of entertainment in your life, but we have also dramatically increased the amount of coverage that we have and we're about to ramp it up even more and we'll talk about that either later tonight or tomorrow, uh, but we'll keep you posted and, and we try to bring you facts only, just the, 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 the facts that are happening, no speculation, we're not looking any further ahead than what the headlines are telling us and what the experts are telling us so uh, in terms of the sports world we know the nba feels at this point that with the cdc guidelines that were announced yesterday That they are looking at mid to late June at the earliest for the possibility of restarting their season. If they feel that way, I suspect the National Hockey League with a similar calendar will uh, do the exact same thing. You will note the NFL is starting their league season on time because of the trades you may have heard about earlier today. And free agency will start Wednesday, but there are no pro days. Uh, Recruits cannot be looked at by NFL scouts prior to the draft. And all public draft activities in Las Vegas next month, they're canceled. The draft at this point will be scheduling to continue. But I got to tell you, that should be a fluid situation too because putting the NFL draft together is going to put hundreds of people together in one area. And if this gets worse before it gets better, that may not happen. They may have to do a teledraft, to be quite honest with you. They have the technology to do it. We may see that happen for the very first time. And Churchill Downs announced this afternoon that they will have a statement tomorrow morning regarding the 146th running of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, That is in jeopardy. The Kentucky Oaks and all of the associated races on that usual first Saturday in May. Uh, We know that the Masters has been postponed. No word yet on what may happen there. Locally, the Monument Avenue 10K scheduled for a week from Saturday has now been postponed to September 26th so that is not happening the flying squirrels as part of minor league baseball Uh, they had postponed their opening for two weeks but in light of what major league baseball said today i suspect minor league baseball will come out with a similar statement and i don't think we're going to see baseball at the diamond probably before mother's day Uh, The eight-week period, the CDC's guidelines, uh, they took effect today. And if you extrapolate the next eight weeks on your calendar, it'll take you to the second Sunday of May, uh, which is Mother's Day. So, And by the way, the Flying Squirrels also announced their ticket offices and their sales and their store are currently temporarily closed as well. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how many times I use the term fluid situation. In the last five or six days, both on air and in private conversations and in conversations with my family, uh, we just need to look out for each other. Number one thing is to take care of yourself. You cannot take care of others if you're not taking care of you. Uh, Number two, we need to look out for the most vulnerable in our society, which means elderly neighbors, elderly members of our family, anyone you know that have uh, pre-existing physical conditions. Uh, We we need to, to be very mindful of what their needs, necessities will be. We also need to, once a day at least, take a big deep breath and pause. Now, we don't need to buy 360 cases of toilet paper. We don't need 360 cases of water. Uh, Life is going to continue, but it's going to be in a totally different way for a certain period of time that we don't know at this particular time. But if we are all calm and take care and look out for each other, we will get to the other side of this, no doubt about it. The latest news in terms of the coronavirus before we go to break and bring on Betsy Ann Cutler from College Wellness Programs. Uh, late this afternoon uh, over 181,000 cases worldwide with uh, the death toll climbing to 7,116. One bit of very good news to me today is that confirmed cases in China are only up by 37 in the last 24 hours. Uh, they have roughly 40% of all cases, over 81,000, but they have had less than 40 new cases in the last 24 hours, whereas here in the United States, in the last 48 hours, we've seen our number uh, almost up by 50%, we're now uh, close to 4,400 cases. So, what I'm saying is by that is, we can see it little, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and as that gets closer and closer through south korea and italy etc will begin to understand can take another deep breath and say okay let's hold on you know the good news eventually will be coming there may be more bad news before there is that good news but we will uh, obviously keep you informed and pass all the information along to you. I know this doesn't sound like a live local sports talk show tonight and it doesn't because we're not in usual times, but we do want to focus on the student athlete coming up when we come back. And I think a lot of the information you're going to hear in this, this next segment is going to be just as applicable to all of us as just citizens and individuals as it is for student athletes in light of the changes in the last 48 to 72 hours. Our good friend, Betsy Ann Cutler, uh, president of College Wellness Programs, uh, an incredible organization that is uh, dedicated to helping take care of the mental health aspects of student athletes, both at the high school and collegiate level, Uh, a a subject that's been near and dear to our heart for several years that we have had multiple conversations about here on this program. I, I couldn't think of a better guest to come on in a situation like this to help us navigate through all of the things that have happened since we last were together last Monday night over at Sports Page Grill. So we will do that coming up after this time out in the studio tonight, live here on In the Red Zone, back after this.
0: We'll be back with more from the Red Zone after these messages.
1: Massey Wood and West has been servicing the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in HVAC systems, home heating, fuel oil, propane gas, and more. Massey Wood and West is a premier dealer of Heil Cooling and Heating Equipment, offering professional service and installation of HVAC systems, gas, or oil furnaces. Heil's systems are backed by a century of superior engineering and quality manufacturing. Massey Wood and West also gives you one Stop shopping for standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and other quality Heil equipment. Call today. Stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter with Massey Wood & West. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Or go online to West.com. That's West.com. Massey Wood & West, a premier Heil dealer. Massey Wood & West, prompt dependable service since 1923.
2: Where do you bring the family for sports, great food, and excellent service? Sports Page Grill in Ashland. Walking distance from Randolph-Macon College, Sports Page Ashland features 40 and 55-inch TVs, all high-definition flat screens. Sports Page Ashland has something for everyone on the menu, like their fresh Angus beef burgers or chicken wings, which everyone agrees are the best in town. Kids' Night is Wednesday. All kids' meals are served on frisbees that they can take home. Your family will love the friendliest faces you can find anywhere north of Richmond, at Sports Page Grill in Ashland. For nightly specials and more, check them out on Facebook. Sports Page Ashland. When you need printing, you usually need it yesterday. We Think and Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at We Think Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Thinkin' Inc. offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Thinkin' Inc. in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead brochures, or business forms. We Thinkin' Inc. in Ashland.
1: Welcome back on this Monday night, a uh, very unusual, surreal Monday night here in the Red Zone. Hi, friend, Drop with them. We're live in the Mater Studios this evening so happy uh, that our next guest uh, uh, said yes when we reached out to her at the start of the weekend not having any idea of how things would change in that you 48-72 know, hour period. Wow. Betsy Ann Cutler, the president of College Wellness Programs, has been on our broadcasts uh, multiple times before. As we look into the mental health aspects and situations and issues of the student-athlete and as we watched um, seasons and careers literally crumble around tens of thousands of young people and we're talking anywhere from you know 13 years old in middle school baseball uh, to 22 23 year olds fifth year seniors in college you know they kind of watch their world not just turn upside down but literally disappear uh, in the matter of less than one week and I thought that I can't think of a better person to help kind of help us navigate through all of that so Betsy joins us this evening here live in the studio thank you so much for agreeing to be with us tonight and we are practicing social distancing okay we are not we are not next we are across the table from each other and we had the elbows so we're good to go how are you my friend
3: you know what I I'm good under the circumstances it is definitely a unique and interesting time to be involved in mental health generally, but specifically athlete mental health mm-hmm. under these times. And uh, I can tell you the last five days have been uh, very interesting and very stressful. Um, but, you know, this too shall pass.
1: Yes, it will. And here's here's one thing that I found fascinating. <clears throat> and I think it speaks to just how important sports is to the societal landscape of america it was the positive test of an nba player last wednesday and then the subsequent immediate suspension of the nba season adding that to the announcement out of australia that tom hanks and his wife rita wilson had tested positive those two news news stories broke wednesday night and with a matter of minutes not hours but minutes it it looked like the entire landscape looking at people talking on social media etc It completely changed. And that's when you started seeing all of these major events be postponed. Uh, The NCAA tournament went from going to, okay, we'll have no fans, to we're done. Season's done. VCU basketball, they were practicing. They were warming up to tip at noon Thursday in the Atlantic 10 tournament. And they never tipped.
3: That's where I was. I was watching that game. I mean, and then I'm like, I'm, I'm confused what's going on. And then I saw all the social media and I was like, oh, this is another domino.
1: Yes, because two hours prior to that, the ACC commissioner had put out a statement saying, we will continue the ACC tournament with no fans in the building, having no idea that two hours later he would be awarding the championship to Florida State and there would be no more games. I, just, simply from a human standpoint. How does a human process all of this? Because a lot of the kids that we're talking about from the student athlete standpoint, they don't remember 9-11. So they don't even have that as a kind of a benchmark to compare to. Uh, those of us who remember that, it was a situation similar in a way, but starkly different in a way in that uh, from the sports world, the NFL and the college ranks and football, they postponed things a week, but then we started to get things pseudo back to normal as we got into a war footing and assessed what we had to do as a nation. And obviously in the places where they were attacked, it was a months and years process rather than weeks. But with this, it's the great unknown because it's still further notice. We don't really see how it's going to end, when it's going to end, what can resume, what can't resume. How does a human being process all of this information at once?
3: Uh, I think really what you have to do is you have to take each, uh, you have to compartmentalize just a little bit, and you have to look and see how it affects you personally. I think if you start with how it affects your household, how it affects your children, Mm -hmm. how it affects your work, uh, I think you start there. And then you can move out from there and see how it affects um, being able to maybe go uh, take care or view or um, visit or not visit as it is right now, a family member that may be in a healthcare facility. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of move on from there and look at it um, holistically. But I think if you start top down, it's going to be overwhelming. Yeah and that's what pushes us into a position of um, experiencing um, mental health crisis kind of issues and stress and anxiety on a level that uh, may require some sort of intervention. Mm -hmm. So I'm always gonna advocate, don't look at the big picture, I think you have to start small and handle it small step-by-step. Then you can maybe look at a bigger picture. I've been going through this with my kids who are in college and trying for them to understand, um, don't look at what's going to happen May and are you still going to have an internship in June. That's too far out. That's too macro. Let's start micro. Let's get you home from spring break and then let's go from there. Mm-hmm. So that's always going to be my advice for anybody that is especially dealing with a situation like this that we have no idea what it uh, no experience in the past. So instead of looking at it big, look at it small and slowly move out as you handle and manage each of those items.
1: Now let's <clears throat> for a moment turn to the student athlete um, okay. because you know that that we are sports talk show and that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to to have you with us tonight, to kind of go through, you know, what student athletes are thinking um, and how they've had to process these things and it's different situations. If you're a high school junior, you may see this as a lost season. Now the Virginia High School League hasn't canceled spring sports for the entire year yet but i will tell you it is i'm certainly a possibility uh, with all the other things going on right now i'm holding out hope but at this point i'm also trying to be a realist as well but again as you just mentioned deal with the here and now worry about the later when the later becomes the here and now um from a college standpoint the ncaa has already made it official spring sports are done there will be no college world series there'll be no women's college world series other spring sports it's, it's completed. So it, it, things are different if you're a high school junior or maybe a college sophomore, as opposed to being a senior. A senior in high school, and especially a senior in college. Just give me kind of a sense of, if you're facing someone in that situation, what have you been thinking about in terms of how they can handle, how they can kind of cope, and how they can alleve stress? Uh, can't avoid it. Uh, it it's happening. But how can you help yourself in this situation to navigate through? All
3: right. Well, that may take the whole hour to answer that <laughs> oh, question.
1: <I> <laughs> <laughs> take your time.
3: Okay. So um, the first one is how to um, help them manage the stress. Okay. So the first thing we're dealing with is the stress and anxiety of the end of your. College career. Mm-hmm. So, if we're talking specifically seniors, and we're going to talk even dial down even further to collegiate seniors, okay. um, we are going to have to first process with them sadness. Um uh I would suggest and I, I've been reading over the last few days, obviously, um not just preparing for tonight, but preparing to help my friends that are also uh coaches out there and helping them um kind of create something that will help them help their students. So um I think one good thing is the reality is that this is a trauma of sorts and that they probably and it's a loss. It is it is definitely a loss. And even my research that I did with student athletes, their biggest fear was loss. Mm -hmm. And here we are experiencing it in a way that nobody would have ever conceptualized. So um, I think you need to look at, um, I think one good standard would be uh, Kubla ross And going through the five stages of grief, I think you need to have those expectations and walk through those expectations. Each of those steps, I have them listed here just so anybody who's listening um, understands the five stages of grief. It's denial. You know, this isn't happening. This
1: isn't happening. Yes, definitely.
3: Or, I mean, I could see that maybe on Thursday morning. Okay, the season's going to happen, but I'm not going to have, you know, I'm not going to have my family there. And then, then you come through and then you hear the NCAA. I mean, you're practicing. How about the Big East? They were literally playing a game. Yes, and
1: so was Randolph making baseball. Yes, that's right. They were in the middle of a game with York of Pennsylvania, and I'm sitting here, and I almost left the station to run over there just to see kind of the aura of what was happening because all it would have taken was a phone call down to the dugout to tell the coach, Coach, this is going to be the last game we play this year. And then, how do you handle that post game with your players? Yeah. I, I just uh, again the the term surreal yes. comes to mind.
3: Absolutely. So going on through denial, then there's going to be anger. And we know they felt. I saw. I saw oh, it on yeah. Twitter.
1: So did I. So yes. it's very
3: clear. And um, then there's the bargaining. Well, maybe the maybe it'll only be a few weeks, and that may be honestly more of a high school issue. Yes. Because that's probably where we are with the high school. Correct. Um, They're going to be doing some bargaining. Okay, it's only two weeks. Only it's, it's only two weeks, which is okay because I you know focus on the here and now, but we have to look at the potentiality of what could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the depression, and that's going to come, especially for our senior athletes. Yes um we need to be prepared for that um depression we all go through depression we are all on the mental health continuum um so they're going to experience that and we just need to be there to support them and we can talk about some ways in which we they can do that as well and then finally comes acceptance so those are the five stages that we know our seniors are going to go through And so we need to make sure we're prepared for that and we know that it's going to happen. Um, I know some of the things that uh, I'll talk right now with my college coaching friends, some of the things that I know that they have done for their seniors, at least they intend to do for their seniors. Because let's speak honestly, this is only five days, really four days. Yeah. So they're still mapping together plans, and as long as there's social distancing and they can't get together, it will be a struggle, but there are things that they can do virtually, and there are things that they can do if their um, student seniors are s- small enough group, they can still get together. Right. You know, and it's all voluntary because of the NCAA, um, but they can offer a voluntary time where they can get together, and I would advocate for that, and then for them to process together their feelings of sadness. And the depression that they're going to feel. And then when they get to the level of acceptance, I am going to encourage them to talk about what their four years together has meant. Mm-hmm. They need to end this process on a positive note. Positive. Not that they were not able to participate in postseason, if it's basketball or spring season at all, but. What did them as a family, as a cohesive team, mean to them? Um, How do they keep them connected? Um, I did have one high school friend of mine tell me that they are um, going to keep the seniors on their text messaging in the in the coming year. In the coming year. So that they are still a continuation and a part of the team. I think that's a great idea for also for our college seniors. Yes. And our college, and, and I would even advocate one step longer and maybe have them come back and talk to their next level athletes, say, in August.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: So that they have at least some um closure but also have a connectedness to the team beyond just what happened so that's some of my thoughts now
1: you made a point here that i want to navigate too quickly go back to the student athlete in a moment you were talking about what coaches have been saying what they've been trying to plan etc The coaches are going through those five stages too, are they not?
3: Absolutely, they are, and um, I cannot tell you as you know. And I hate to admit it, but I may have said it before. I follow VCU pretty pretty closely, (laughs) Um, but and I'm also friends with the Grants, Mm -hmm. and so um, I can't imagine there was there was talk not just about the Dayton Flyers, Mm -hmm. which you know that they are really struggling right now. Oh, they have to be, Um, but think about Anthony Grant. And, and and I've heard people talk. How do you think coaches handling it? Um, they actually had that conversation in the press conference at the A10 press conference, which I thought was very interesting because they were asking the other coaches this. So it is dealing with loss. It is a trauma on all levels. Let's let's talk about the staff. You know, um, I did when I you know I did tweet some support stuff out there last week, and I mm-hmm. said make sure you were talking about athletic departments as well. It's not just the athletes. It's it's that the staff that is behind them as well. Exactly. I said, and make sure that you have mental health supports, as I wrote, not just for your athletes, but for your staff. It's lost all the way around.
1: All the way around. All the way around. I'm thinking, and I'm glad you mentioned that because it it crossed my mind. Uh, Maybe it was Saturday. I was thinking about it that a week and a half ago, I walked into Crenshaw Gymnasium and they were going nuts because they had one of the four teams that were here for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament in a closed practice session that no one could enter and and that's just part of the ncaa's thing as they get set and other teams were arriving and so you know phil stanton director of athletic communications uh you know aaron sheridan the assistant ad uh, taylor mickleberry they were all in their office just running around like a chicken with their head cut off because it was just so much to do and prepare for and they were doing a brilliant job uh and i walked in and i got what i needed and walked out and then a fast forward to the next week when they're planning for a game on friday and then suddenly friday at two o'clock comes and not only are they not having a game they're realizing that everything going on on campus is ending it's it's closing and so that's going back and talking about the support staff i mean we're talking sports information directors athletic directors trainers um you know coaches can't go out and recruit so what are the assistant coaches doing now? It's, it's, it, it's such wide ranging. We think immediately of the student athlete, cause that's who's on the showcase. You know, they're on the field or on the floor or whatever, but all of them are dealing with it too, because we're all human beings.
3: I, I had conversations preparing for today, talking with coaches, mm-hmm. assistant coaches. And, um, you know, one, I actually, we had a good phone conversation and he was like, I'm at home. Hey. And trying to figure out where we go from here. Well, yeah.
1: What do I do now?
3: Right. Exactly. And so there is, I mean, um, we talk about, you and I, you know, spoke about this just briefly before I came on air about the whole isolation issues. Mm-hmm. There's isolation issues for coaching staff and the other staff as well. Yes. I mean, most uh, most athletic departments are really run like a familial Exchange. Yes. They are family. Yes, they are. And they look at the athletes as family, and the support staff, and the you know executive um, staff to the AD. I mean, all of that staffing is family, and they are now at home being isolated, and so there are isolation issues that we need to deal with from from the athletes to the executive staff. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody.
1: And, and 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 another reason why this is so timely is that many of the overarching things that we're talking about here tonight also apply to everyone else who is listening because you may have started teleworking today. I talked to a friend of mine, they are feverishly working today and tomorrow to start teleworking on Wednesday. And we don't know how long, I mean, if you've never teleworked before and suddenly you have to do it for an eight week period and it's a family feeling or a team feeling at your place of business, cause you get together to try to get a job done, a goal reached, just like sports teams do. They're going through the exact same thing. Absolutely. And it's happening so rapid fire is that the biggest challenge that we're facing right now the fact that life seems to be changing almost every hour
3: I think I I absolutely agree with that I think that we've had um, it was interesting that you said isn't it interesting that the um, Dom the very first Domino was an athlete
1: was sports related yes
3: sports related and so here we are four days later and we have You know, Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies that are saying work from home do not come in. Do not come in. Um, And I would say as a parent, the other issue is that now we have kids. And so the stress of being at home and working online is one thing, but if you're a parent that has to, or a caregiver that has to take care of kids, you are now managing two major full-time things at one time. And so I, it is an unbelievable stress and challenge. And None of us, I think, are prepared for that. Um, I think one thing that I've seen consistently across both just general mental health as well as as the athlete and the athletic portion is let's all remember none of us know how to do it and to be patient. Yes. And we're going to figure it out together. Together. And I think um, as somebody who is working from home, that you, you got to hope that your supervisor and the administration are understanding that. And if not, I'm here to tell you, administration and supervisors, you need to come from the area as well as um, professors. Mm-hmm. You need to come from the angle that we're all going to figure it out together and that it may take a week to 10 days for everybody to understand all of the dynamics.
1: Couldn't agree with you more. You have a ton of great information and advice here with you tonight to hand out. We're gonna take a quick break if that's okay. When we come back after this, Betsy's going to join us on the other side, and we're going to let her go (laughs) and give her an opportunity to really just speak to all of you who are listening tonight from student athletes and coaches, and even if you're not in the world of sports, you're part of a team, whether it be your family, your coworkers, your church or synagogue, whatever the case may be, and you're experiencing these things that we've been talking about. How can we navigate through these situations? We'll talk about that on the other side on this special edition of In the Red Zone. We're back after this. There's more to come right after this short break. Massey Wood West has been servicing the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in HVAC systems, home heating, fuel oil, propane gas, and more. Massey Wood West is a premier dealer of Heil cooling and heating equipment, offering professional service and installation of HVAC systems, gas, or oil furnaces. Heil's systems are backed by a century of superior engineering and quality manufacturing. Massey Wood West also gives you one stop shopping for standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs and other quality Heil equipment. Call today. Stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter with Massey Wood and West. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Or go online to MasseyWoodandWest.com. That's MasseyWoodandWest.com. Massey Wood and West, a premier Heil dealer. Massey Wood and West, prompt dependable service since 1923.
2: I can't get my computer to work. Let
1: me help you with
2: that services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and
1: we'll help you instantly. Call 877-801-0746. 877-801-0746. That's 877-801-0746. Back with you live here in the studios of 102.9 Meters Special Edition of In The Red Zone. Rob with them along with you as we kind of navigate through these uncertain waters and these unusual times with uh, Betsy Ann Cutler, president of College Wellness Programs, talking about the mental health aspects of what student-athletes and coaches are going through in many of these Uh, ideas and situations are very applicable to all of us quite frankly now Betsy you and I have talked off mic in commercial breaks about the term mental health resiliency give me a definition of that tell me a little bit about it help us deep dive into it because all of us are gonna have to find our resilience to get through this however long it's going to be
3: uh, so mental health resiliency a good definition is uh, ability to handle stress or adversity. Uh APA, the American Psychological Association has a little more in-depth one. I like that it's um uh, being able to adapt in the face of adversity, trauma or tragedy, okay. which I thought that was interesting. And um, they also talk a little bit about um practicing resiliency. So we may not be mental, mentally resilient right now or completely mentally. Re- it's always an act of. We're always in the act of um, trying to be resilient, of a learning resilience. A yes. process. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, I think we would like to hope that there's an end product, but I think the reality is it's always we're always in process mm-hmm. um, because we there's always new challenges that require us to be adaptable. And that's what mental health resiliency is, is being able to adapt to those challenges and adversity and those traumas. Uh, So it is important to feel those traumas, like I said in the last segment, you know, feel them, work through them. And then at the end of that, becomes that one one thing that you can tuck away is mental health resiliency Mm -hmm. um so in in specific to um i'm going to talk specifically here about some sports here's some some things about mental health resiliency that i would advocate for for our athletes and that is i'm going to challenge you on your identity so many athletes I would say probably more high school than college because by the, especially as seniors, you've kind of figured that out as a senior in college that you're more than just your athletic staffing. Right. But um, high schoolers are not. Their identity is what they do. So I would like to challenge them on that. Okay. And I want them to work on um, understanding that they're more than just an athlete. They are bigger, life is bigger than being a a high school football player, a high school baseball player, um, or high school basketball player, all those things that are going on right now for your spring, but it, it expands to all of the athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is sports, I think bigger kind of life wise, um, what what else are you who else are you what are your interests what would you like to do um i think um building resiliency is being able to see that there are other things that you are not just this one thing that has happened to you and that is going on with you right now and i think if you expand who you think you are Move it beyond just that one thing. I think that's going to offer you resilience and understanding the world is not just the event that's happening right now. Mm So that's that's kind of some of the things that I would suggest um, we move forward on on trying to capitalize on our mental health resiliency.
1: And will this also, from a college senior standpoint, assist them? Because uh, the NCAA usually their wheels turn really slow, but they turned very quickly into the week when the hue and cry came up about well, you know, spring sports specifically, but even winter sports because their seasons got cut short they should have an extra year of eligibility and they're working through those issues but there are some college seniors who are on a path to where even if they're given that extra year of eligibility it may not be feasible for them to return to take advantage of it because of you know postgraduate work or, or the the job they've already accepted that starts in june or, or whatever using this mental health resiliency will that help that group specifically kind of even if they have to make the decision, I'm not going to use that extra year because I need to move forward. Is that part of the process of being resilient?
3: Absolutely it is. It is about understanding that you make a decision that's now, um, but you have to look at your life holistically. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier is that you are bigger than just an athlete. And even though your academic, I mean, your athletic career may come to an end um, you have life beyond athletics and I have so many connections I've made over the last six weeks for groups as well as programs that can help those athletes do that they can go to my website and they can see that and find all that information. Athlete Soul, Intermission, there's so many different groups out there that will help that athlete that is ending their career move to the next place. Uh, I think maybe the benefit to the eligibility extension, and I tried to see what was going on with that today, and they have not made any decisions, no, and it's <coughs> going to probably take two weeks for them to come up with what they're going to
1: do. Right, and we don't know to what extent it will be and how it will be, but at least it provides some hope. You were talking about, you know, looking ahead. Well, maybe, you know, that I, I'm sure every person on earth has uttered the term. Well, maybe in the last six days. Uh, so it certainly applies here in this situation.
3: The good thing about that is that that gives them the power to make that decision. And sometimes having power to make your path is helpful in dealing with the issue and the event. And that gives you additional resiliency, knowing that you have a little power in your pocket in order to make that decision.
1: At least I've received a bit of control back and I can feel like that I will end my career rather than circumstances.
3: Correct. Makes sense. And that's helpful. Makes sense.
1: Now, you have a lot of t- tips and ideas and whatnot that, that you want to share with our audience. and I want to give you as much opportunity as possible to do that, so let her rip.
3: Excellent, <laughs> so um, here's some, all right, so I'm gonna talk about some of the things that um, the coaches are doing, both in high school, I'll start with high school, only because I think if there are some other high school coaches or administrators that are out there that, um, which some of them I spoke to, and they're like, what are some of the good ideas? What are you hearing, what are you hearing? So I thought I would um, throw some of these out there and i'm going to try to finish up this list and i will post it on my website so if people would like to refer to that i will throw it in there and they can go there and find the list of these things that um they are doing um so physically they're providing workouts that their athletes can do individually they also are providing workouts that they can go and actually utilize in parks. Okay. Get them outside, get them some fresh air, but still doing physical training.
1: While still practicing social distancing.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. All of that is all good. Health, outside, exercise, all those kinds of things. Um, they are also using the time to educate their teams for X and O's of their sport. hmm By utilizing YouTube. They are sending their athletes to to specific YouTube videos and say, "Go break down this film. Look at this. Look at that." Um, which I think is a brilliant idea. That's
1: fantastic.
3: I mean, and this is especially good for those that are freshmen through juniors, obviously. Yes. Um, seniors, I think in high school you can still take advantage of that because I'm I'm going to be with you guys. I'm going to hope that the season comes back that, at least in a limited sense. That's right. Um, I this is an interesting one, and I actually told them I would try to make a shout out to them, <laughs> and. That That is, um, I have seen some high school sport teams posting social media challenges. Very good. Hanover Lacrosse. Mm. They did a wall ball challenge where you record what you're doing. And if you can hit it a certain amount of times for a certain amount of time and then post it to social media. They're getting physical activity. They're being engaged and they are connecting with other people. Brilliant,
1: And specifically with the team that they would normally be living with essentially right now.
3: Absolutely. Love it. I told him I had to give him a shout out. I thought it was brilliant.
1: That's a great idea.
3: Great idea. So psychologically, what high schoolers are doing... Um, high school programs, they are connecting, touching base with their team captains, uh, usually by text message, sometimes by phone calls, Mm -hmm. um, they are asking them or they themselves, the coaches or the administrators are reaching out to speak with the seniors. Because that is obviously um, a big deal for our seniors, is to process the potentiality of that season ending. We're going to hope that it doesn't, but if it does, they need to be able to process that. And I think you begin the foundation of making that connection right now between the coaches and your seniors. Right. You need to do it right now and talk about potentiality and then... At some point, hopefully, you can get together. I know I do have one high school uh, friend uh, that is a baseball coach who said they're hoping to have a meeting with their seniors mm-hmm. um, and, baby, and be able to offer them the opportunity to reminisce, to talk about what was great and what are they going to take away from the program and what can they do to give back to the program because that keeps them tied in. That's I right. love that. That was a great idea. Excellent. Um, ADs and athletic departments in a couple different schools schools are tweeting daily they're uh, doing positive tweets they're utilizing um, positive quotes and supportive tweets just to keep their athletes engaged in what they're doing so that's the high school Uh, for colleges um, they are obviously still providing campus counseling and I think that's going to be important for the for loss. Yes, have to. For colleges, it's a little different because they are going through loss. Yes. Their season is gone. Correct. And it may be felt more powerfully for a senior, but you don't know. There, no. could, there could be a sophomore that has had an outstanding year and was ready to show their skill set. And it's now been um it's been killed yeah it's been taken away from them so um so obviously that's important so campus counseling is still available physically some interesting some interesting things going on there similar to high school still providing workouts for them individually um this was an interesting one that I got from a shout-out from um, uh, Coach Jess, who is the um, head coach for field hockey at Randolph-Macon. Oh, I yes. I loved it. This was great. We love Coach Weiss. She's Yes, great. yes. She's a dear friend of mine. Um, they are actually having the athletic trainers do FaceTime or reaching out with their athletes so that they can go over their rehab. Does it need to be changed? Or what do they need to do um, for any sort of specific conditioning? I love that. Way to get the athletic trainers involved with what's going on with your athlete, and your athlete is still able to do rehab.
1: And at the same time, from a mental health aspect, the the injured athlete doesn't have the compounded thought of i've lost a season well i might not have been able to play this season but now what if this delays my rehab what does it affect possibly my eligibility for the fall because field hockey is a fall sport you know all of those added stresses that we were talking about trying to lessen as much as possible that's a great idea so
3: that was great uh jess is doing some great stuff over there um psychologically they some um a friend of mine they were preparing, made it, finally made it to the NCAAs. Mm. And then, wow. obviously, that got cut off. Didn't they happen. won their championship. Shout out for them, although I think they're not local. Um <sighs> So they literally discuss with the athletes the need to stay focused on athlete and academics to ensure eligibility. Okay. Because we don't know if the summer session is going to be in place. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, I never even thought of that. That was brilliant. And so they want those athletes that um, even if it's a senior and they want to keep, they have two seniors and maybe they want to keep their eligibility for next year. They are like, you need to focus on your academics and whatever we can do right now because we need you to keep your eligibility would have never thought of that that cool. was great
1: another great idea great idea. awesome
3: um they also had the athletic director come and this is a big one i think for both high school and collegiate why hmm. why And he said his athletic director did a brilliant job and took time and explained um, the process of a pandemic and what that means and that it may not necessarily affect our campus, it may not affect our team, but holistically, when we look at our communities and then our states and then our nation, how our um, medical infrastructure would be affected and I asked how did the athletes respond and he said they were attentive they asked great questions they really wanted to know why and I can tell you all if we can educate our athletes as to why even our students as to why we're going to help them be better equipped that's part of the mental health resiliency. If you can understand why something bad is happening, then maybe you can help to educate yourself and move forward as to the why. So that's a, that was another brilliant idea, I thought. Um, they are doing team captains are facilitating team meetings through Skype. Good idea. Keeping the whole team connected. Once again, trying to combat that social isolation. Um, they have mental health mondays coach weiss has mental health mondays so i love that and uh, they're moving to maybe having it every monday so that it is kind of like a forced check-in everybody's accountable to one another and i need to see your face Love that. I thought that was great. Um, other schools are touching base with team captains. Um, they are also offering to touch base with seniors once again to offer the ability to discuss about their feelings and the potential end of their career. Um, same thing. Athletic athletic departments are tweeting daily support structures and positive quotes. So that's what's going on in um, our athletic systems. I think grander and bigger if i have a little more time mm-hmm. um i'd say start with what you think you can change what can you um look at and say i cannot change x i i'm going to have to be online mm-hmm. i'm going to have to study online but what can I do about that? I can take my laptop and I can go to a park. I can go outside. I can, so th- find out what you can control yeah. and, and do it and make decisions that are most healthy for you and that will benefit you. Um, incorporate some relaxation techniques, some mindfulness techniques. You can go to the, my website, you can go to just about any website and I know you may not want to, but do it and teach yourself some mindfulness techniques, some relaxation techniques, and then you can maybe start your day. I would also say some other techniques are to prioritize. That's the one thing I've given my college kids. Do not be overwhelmed with everything that is in front of you. Stop make a written list of what you need to get done or what you conceptualize you need to do for the next two weeks. Then rate it, prioritize it, and handle each one as they come. So try not to be overwhelmed. Um, Then I think move on beyond that. Who are you? Let's go back to that question. Mm -hmm. Who are you? what are some things that you've always wanted to do? What are the crazy things you think? Oh my gosh, uh, if I really want to, you know, do you want to do magic? Do you want to learn how to play cards? Do you want, go and find some YouTube stuff of things that are crazy, wacky stuff that you're really interested in and learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Be more about it. Um, find more hobbies. Um, art, hello, Bob Ross. Everybody in college loves Bob Ross. That's learn right. how. Learn how to paint some happy little yeah, sure. Um, and then my other suggestion is be bigger than yourself. I had to remind my college sophomore that you're not by yourself. And he said, no, I understand mom. You're right. I said, this is not just happening to you. It's happening to all of your counterparts. It is happening to the entire campus. It is happening to all of us. It is happening to parents. It's, it's big. And when I was able to say that to him, he was able to decompress some because he realized it's not just him. And that we are all in it together and that we will all take our time and we will all figure it out together. together. If we just keep remembering that. Think of things that are bigger than yourself. Um, you know, Food that you may not want, why don't you put it in a bag and you can donate it to somebody who may not have it. I know there's a couple of those things that are going on right now. Be bigger than yourself. Mm -hmm. How about this is a time to reflect on the coaches and the teachers that have meant something to you. Write a note of appreciation to them. Use this time to reflect on what are the good things that have been in your life and write a thank you note. Yeah. Write something to somebody that would mean something. Be bigger than yourself.
1: That's fantastic. I have one final question for you. We're going to hold it to the other side of the final break. I know we're going just a bit over tonight. Calvin is going to put another quarter in the meter. And when we come back, we will conclude our conversation with Betsy Ann Cutler of College Wellness Programs and get you all the information you need if you would like to get in touch with Betsy and her and her wonderful crew and the website and the whole nine yards. It's all coming up when we come back from this final timeout. And we have some, unfortunately, some more breaking news. We'll get to that, too, coming up right after this.
0: In the Red Zone. We'll take a short time out. We'll be right back, so stay tuned to The Mater.
2: Where do you bring the family for sports, great food, and excellent service? Sports Page Grill in Ashland. Walking distance from Randolph-Macon College, Sports Page Ashland features 40 and 55-inch TVs, all high-definition flat screens. Sports Page Ashland has something for everyone on the menu, like their fresh Angus beef burgers or chicken wings, which everyone agrees are the best in town. Kids' Night is Wednesday. All kids' meals are served on frisbees that they can take home. Your family will love the friendliest faces you can find anywhere north of Richmond at Sports Page Grill in Ashland. For nightly specials and more, check them out on Facebook. Sports Page Ashland. When you need printing, you usually need it yesterday. We Think an in Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at We Think in Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Think in Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Think in Ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead brochures,
0: or business forms.
2: We Think in Ink
0: in Ashland. What's in store this week at your local Staples?
1: New ways to get the word out about your business.
0: Staples has all the podcast supplies you need to get
2: the word out about your business, your pet project, or whatever else you have on your mind.
1: And now, select podcast supplies are 20% off at Staples. Save
2: 20% on select
1: mics, desktop mic stands, tripods, and pop filters. So get the word out and save this week at Staples, where there's a whole lot more in store. And 32820, in store only, while supplies last.
0: Tonight is the night it's all been leading to as the voice blind auditions come to a climax. In a season filled with jaw-dropping performances, they've saved the best for last with a final chair turn that
2: will leave America speechless. I regret not turning. John has button
0: dysfunction. (laughs) Don't miss the final night of the voice blind auditions. Plus, the coaches join Nick Jonas for a show-stopping performance of one of his biggest hits tonight on NBC.
1: WHA Ashland, Richmond, W275BQ, Ashland, just after 7 o'clock on this special edition of In the Red Zone here in the Mater Studios with Rob Witham. Thanks so much for being with us. I hope you've uh, taken away a lot of information from our conversation tonight with Betsy Ann Cutler of College Wellness Programs. Final question I wanted to, to pose to you tonight, and then I want you to give us all six ways from Sunday how we can get this information out to people and how people can contact you with questions or whatnot. We hear so much, and rightfully so, about the stresses now in the physical health community, hospitals, doctors, doctors' offices, nurses, nurse practitioners, first responders, EMTs, etc. And, and our thoughts and our prayers are with them because they're in a situation where they have to be on the front line no matter what, especially given that it's a pandemic, as opposed to say maybe a hurricane or something like that. They're in that too, but this is so many other fluid and unknown situations. But I got to thinking while you were talking earlier this hour, the mental health community needs to be supported as well. Psychologists, psychiatrists, those who assist them, etc., and their patients who may feel like that they've been suddenly torn away from those who are helping them deal with grief or depression or whatever the case may be how can we help the mental health community
3: i think that's an outstanding question and i think first we need to know that um they need to have their own time Um, One of the things that I always say when I do a coach's seminar is, let me be very clear, you all need to model good mental health and take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to advocate that, is that that's what our our mental health specialists need to do as well. Our clinicians need to stop and maybe... Take some of the breathing and do some of the relaxation and so they need to take care of themselves yes that's the first thing uh then from there i think the rest of our community is going to have to probably be patient with them is i don't know how quickly they're going to be able to see patients i think they also need to understand that they're trying to figure out the cdc rules and how it affects them as well right and their their clients um but i and here's really um A big advocacy and a big issue for me, and that is that telehealth should be utilized. And I know that therapists can use that. My issue with it is that there is not a national um, way to uh, get registered. It's state by state. Mm -hmm. So depending on where you live or where you may be at. So if you're an athlete, say, at Randolph-Magan, but your home is in North Carolina it's going to be a struggle if you are, ha- if you are doing counseling right. on, so, at Randolph-Macon. Right. Um, so it's those kinds of things that we need to be aware of that we need to try to fix and then we need to go forward. But I think just in general, I think patience and understanding. I think if you need help, there are national hotlines out there that you can absolutely tap into. They're, yes. in, they're in my app. They're one tap away if you guys want to go to my app because I'm allowed to apparently, you know, do plugs. And that is you can download the Athlete Mental Health Link app. I also have a student Mental Health Link app and all of the same, there's 20 hotlines in there, one click away so that if you are having any issues, you can click on that resource and it can help you immediately if you cannot get in touch with your therapist or if you've not set up a counseling appointment yet. So that's something that you can help that that can help you right now. But I would say be patient. If you feel that you need to have clinicals, any sort of clinical intervention, follow through on it. Do not sit down, even even if it takes them a day or two to get back to you. Call, make, make the contact and they will call you back or go online and make the contact. Um, just be patient with our, our clinical staff. That would be what I would say. But don't give up on them. No. If you need them, They will get back to you. If you're in crisis or you need immediate conversation, download my app. It's got all sorts of different resources that you can one-click away. You can text, crisis text as well. So, um, and I think that's probably a way to do it for um, any young kids is that they can crisis text as well. So, that would be my advice.
1: Fantastic. All right, how do we get in touch with you? Tell us about the apps. Tell us about the website. Give us all the information.
3: So I have two websites. One, it's college wellness programs, and that's really where I am advocating for student wellness and uh, integration into and mental health curriculum integrated into our school systems. Um, I also do uh, seminars for high school and college. I've actually done, you know, a graduate school and that kind of thing because they go through stressors and trying to understand and all of those dynamics so I do seminars for um, uh, students and for parents uh, I also have an athlete specific website it's called athlete mental health link just like the app and both of my student and my athlete mental uh, mental health apps are available on both platforms they are free to download You may download them and get all of those resources. Uh, I will try to have the list of what athletic systems are doing to support their athletes, at least on there by tomorrow. And so those that are involved in those systems that would like to know what other people are doing so they can institute them themselves, I will have that there. And they can email me, call me, all the above.
1: Excellent, all the contact information available on the app and the website is correct? awesome and we will share all of that across our social media platforms, both here on 1029 The Mater and throughout the RVA Sports Network. Our four Twitter feeds, uh, our our three Facebook pages, everything that yet you need to know. We're going to flow you that information and we'll have tonight's show as a podcast up later tonight. So if you know people who uh, need this information, should have listened to tonight's program, maybe they didn't know about it, maybe you've just stumbled upon it here on the radio or online tonight, you can hear the full broadcast again later tonight at our podcast site. We'll have links up all over social media and yes i'm going to take a picture of that before i leave here tonight (laughs) and get those those uh, tips that you were talking about online as quickly as possible to help you out too betsy you're a gem thank you so much for agreeing to be with us tonight fantastic information
3: i'm happy to be here Uh, it's just such an odd time and such an unprecedented time i'm thankful to have the opportunity to get for get the information out there
1: it's our honor to be able to allow you to do that no doubt about it now uh, friends fans you know What's going to happen next week in the red zone? We Honestly, we don't know. It's just like everything else. And I did uh, tease this at the beginning of the, uh, the final timeout. We have two breaking news events that have happened in the last hour. Richmond City Schools have announced that they will extend their closure through spring break so that is through april 13th so richmond city schools are now going to be closed for four weeks three weeks of instruction and spring break week which was the first full week of april and nascar has announced that races through may 3rd are postponed that includes race weekend at rir which was supposed to be april 17 through 19. no word yet on when they may be rescheduled they hope to run a full season nascar said But again, everything is a fluid situation. So keep up with everything that's going on here. We're going to continue to give you COVID-19 updates at 10 past every hour beginning next hour. We're also going to add NBC News updates. You hear them infrequently through the week and the weekend. We're going to add them at 10 past the hour effective later tonight. So you can have the national and international view plus the local view on the latest on COVID-19 big thank you to Calvin Cecil on the other side of the glass for helping us facilitate this and recording it tonight thanks again to Betsy Ann Cutler thanks to all of you for being with us Rob with them saying thank you so much and stay with the mater for all the information that you need to know have a good night everybody I'll be back with you tonight at nine
0: In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a production of WHAN Radio. Our producer is Calvin Cecil. Executive producer is William Roberts. In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a copyright production of Fifth Estate Broadcasting, LLC. Any rebroadcast or reproduction in part or in whole without the express written consent of Fifth Estate Broadcasting, LLC is strictly prohibited.